What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, baby. That's how I feel. I feel like I'm deflating. Okay. Remember how it starts yeah. with a sigh? Yeah, we actually had some people write in and say, <sighs> they really liked how we started the episode off with a sigh. Yeah. Yeah, so you got to sigh it out sometimes. You got to just sigh out all the, all the feels. I'm I'm I have a therapy appointment in an hour and a half, and I feel mm-hmm. like I'm going to be doing a lot of sign. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's going to be the first. Uh, so we didn't really we didn't really touch on this yet because we kind of well we didn't put an episode out on, on time last week. Um, but it's going to be the first therapy appointment I've had since Bigby died. Mm-hmm. For those of you who have been listening to the show for any extended period of time you more than likely have become pretty familiar with who Bigby is. Bigby is uh, the, the large, slobbery dog that Brody and I have cared for for the last, um, well, almost 10 years. Actually, well, yep. it would have been nine years in, in November. Yep. That would have mm-hmm. been his ninth birthday. And, um, you know, he's made quite a few appearances on our show. Uh, in the background, making 
you know, licking his nuts or any other variety of like gross sounds. He was a very mouth, gross. Mostly he, mouth sounds. Yeah, he was he a had very a big l- mouth. He had a big mouth. He he literally. I, I watched a um, a story this morning of a an uh, Instagram story of a hippo eating a full watermelon. That was baby. Every time I see, I can't How see hippos now. How come you didn't now. send me that? Um, I would love that kind of video. I didn't send it because I got really sad. I got really sad when I saw it. Uh, I can't look at uh, I can't look at hippo videos anymore without getting really bummed out. But yeah, we had to put Bigby down last Monday. So if you're listening to this as the podcast came out, it's been about a week and a half now. Mm-hmm. And ah, um, oh, fuck, man, just like you know, we don't have to go deep into it, but but like it, you know, Bridie, you and I. Basically, what happened was um, you took him to the vet. Uh, he, I, I've, I've left. I had left Bigby on PEI to hang out with you and Todd, and your guys' dog Rose um, for the last few weeks because you guys are currently living in this very beautiful idyllic cabin on the ocean, and it's kind of like free reign. You don't gotta, you don't gotta care where the dogs are. You can let them out, and they can live their their little dog lives. And, and when I first brought Bigby there, the plan was to like, go to the Island, visit you guys, hang out for a couple of days, take Bigby back to the house. Yeah. But when I got there, I was like, Oh my God, I, I would be such a bad dog dad. If I took him away from this, when I can easily leave him here for another week, maybe two, and then just come back and get him the next time I come out. Mm-hmm. And that ended up like extending into put a three week, maybe three and a half week period. And while that was going on, you took Bigby to the vet because his gums were all fucking swelled up. His teeth were basically just disappearing into his gums, which I was convinced was just like, you know, old French Mastiff bullshit. Uh, But when you took him in, it turned out the the gums were our least of our worries. Mm -hmm. And uh, it it uh, unbeknownst to us, Bigby has been fading. He had been fading pretty quickly and his heart wasn't doing too good. Long story short, they basically gave us the news that uh, they, they, had, they had strongly advised that we put him down ASAP. And that was on a Thursday. And so when Bridie called me um, to inform me that that's what they said, uh, I just asked that, that we wait until Monday so we give him the weekend. And so that's what we did. We gave Big B a the weekend like we gave him the fucking weekend at bernie's like uh probably not a good analogy there but, but no do you know well, how you yeah that i have yeah yeah but it's such a fun it's such a fun weekend movie you know right. uh but we gave him like yeah we, we gave him the most amazing send-off he, he probably ate 100 timbits um was just getting pet so much by so many people and um and then monday we had to we had to put him down and it was it was the hardest thing that i've ever done in my entire life and uh it's fucking hard it's fucking hard you know i had never felt anything like that before and i've lost people i i honestly like this is your year of loss like yeah you're going through it all i think i said to todd at one point like i haven't felt this heartbroken Mm. um since my sister died and that was like a very traumatic loss and I think it was just like it's not the same kind of loss but it comes from this like different 
place than I think losing a human. I think because, you know, we, we had him his whole life from beginning to end, you know, and then, and then we like, it was our job to keep him alive. And then at the end of the day, we were the ones who like, I, I I mean, the vet was like, we all want to hope that our loved furry family members are just going to pass peacefully in their sleep. But, Mostly that doesn't happen. And mm. usually people wait way too long to come in and <clears throat> euthanize because our pets don't, most of the time they don't tell us when they're really not feeling well. That's the hardest part. It's just yeah. like, you know, it's like, and that was the thing is we didn't know. Yeah. Um, but having said all that, and as sad as that is and as sad as that was, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, like <clears throat> that, I, I'm so grateful that, we had that weekend to give him because it was really special. And there was a lot of really special memories made in that weekend. And I think it also made it a lot easier, you know, like it made it a lot easier to, it gave us three days, full days to like process. Okay. Like in, you know, in 72 hours, you're not going to be with us in 48 hours. You're going to be gone in 24 Mm -hmm. hours. This is it. Like our last 24 hours. Um, and yeah, and when he when we put him down, he was just he looked so comfy and just so It was interesting to see how his whole body relaxed and like you could see now when I look at videos from like that weekend and I just see like the stiffness and tension in his body compared yeah. to that moment, you know, yeah. when yeah. when he just let go. That was um that's kind of an image I'm I'm trying to remember to hold him because when now when I look at videos and I'm like, oh my God, that's what, that's at least what healthy and happy looks like, you know? And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was super, super, super hard. And, yeah. um, but I, I want to definitely, <clears throat> definitely feel still feeling pretty. I had a good cry about it last night. I just definitely still feeling yeah. raw about it. Yeah. Um, I've, I've uh, I thought I was done crying, and then and <laughs> I say that like every day, and I'm like, yeah, I'm done crying now, and then something happens, and I start crying again. Um, but I want to say this one thing that I like, I really, really, um, I really want to put this out there is that I'm I'm I cannot believe how overwhelmed <clears throat> I am of of um, by the amount of people that have reached out to like say sweet and kind things. Um, it like so, so many people that, that, um, there's, I, I have anxiety just thinking about even attempting to respond to everyone. Um, literally my, like my Instagram DMS is like, there's, there's well over 180 messages that I just like, I'm not going to get back to them all. So for everyone who did reach out, I swear to God, I read every single one of those messages. Um, but if you don't hear back from me, it's just because uh, uh, you, there's so many of you, it scares me. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> but it means the fucking world to me. So thank you so much for all the kind words. And um, yeah, and Bigby is, uh, yeah, you know, I I think some days I'm just going to like sit down and go back into the old, the Termion catalog and go back 40 episodes and just hear him click clacking around in the background or you know, like snorking on his balls or, or snoring or whatever the fuck, it, farting. I mean, he's just done it all in this show, really. He, he <laughs> added all the, uh, the, the ambiance. <clears throat> but, um, 
Anyway, that is why we didn't put an episode on Wednesday. We were supposed to put that C-Can episode on, on the Wednesday, but we just couldn't do it, so we did it on Friday. <clears throat> and uh, Thanks for understanding and all of your patience. Yeah, thanks all, all y'all. Hey, do you want a, a palate cleanser here? We'll change it up, shake it up, get a little fresh. <coughs> <coughs> I saw this. I saw this article. I saw this article come in uh, from uh, from the uh, National Post, and I was like, "Oh my god, this has to be on our show." Uh, it's coming from Devika Desai, is the uh, the author of this article. Devika. Devika. Yeah. Uh, woman finds out from wedding announcement that ex husband had cheated on her with new bride. When Robert Palmer spotted Lauren Malian, 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 Malian rhymes with alien. When Robert Palmer spotted Lauren Malian lifting weights at his gym in 2017, in January of 2017, the dates are important here. January 2017, he sees Lauren. Immediately, sparks flew. Their first date, two days later, turned into a second. And by May, Palmer had moved in with Malian and her two children. By August 2nd, 2020, they were married in an art museum in Connecticut. The New York Times published an announcement about Palmer's and Malian's fairytale wedding on August 7th. Three weeks later, an article appeared in the New York Post titled, quote, I found out my ex cheated on me from his wedding announcement, unquote. It was written by Palmer's ex-wife, Nikita, who said she had been married to Palmer when he began dating Malian. The wedding announcement was, quote, news to me, Marano, uh, uh, Nikita Marino, Marano, Marino, we'll say Marino, was news to me, Marino wrote, quote, because I was his wife in January 2017. We split in late March of that year officially divorcing in January of 2018, and I never exactly understood why. So he met Lauren mm-hmm. in January. Uh-huh. and Went on mo- a couple of dates. And moved in by May. Uh-huh. And at this point, he had only been, he, had, he was still married, and it was only in March that he got separated from his wife. So, <clears throat> well, 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 Robert I- Palmer. According to the New York Times article, Palmer had never been married, but Marino wrote that she and the fitness entrepreneur had married in a civil ceremony in 2015, two years after they met. Quote, but we also planned a big wedding for August 12, 2017 in his hometown of Dallas, she wrote. Okay, 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 wait, 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 wait. I'm, they were never married? No, they were. They were, they were married. They were, uh, you know, they were like, they, they, they had married. a civil ceremony. <laughs> a little courthouse marriage. Um. Well, well, well. Can you Robert imagine? Palmer. Can you imagine? That's Isn't how that you the name of out. a drink? A Robert Palmer. Oh no, that's an Arnold Palmer. Uh, yeah, you're you're thinking of um, you're thinking of Fight Club. His name was Robert Palmer. Oh wait, no. oh, <laughs> wait, is wait that is second. that that's not that name, is it? What his name? His it's name. All a fucking simulation. His name is Robert Paulson. That's it. Ah, his, his name is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. God, that movie is so. Is that still your favorite movie? No, that was never my favorite movie. Yes, it was. It was your favorite movie when we started dating. 
Oh, yeah. It was my favorite movie when I was in first year of university, just like every fucking first year university student. Are you kidding me? I'm much more cultured now. <clears throat> my favorite movie of all time is Weekend at Bernie's. Is Weekend at Bernie's. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's a friend's reference for my friend's fans out there. <clears throat> They're playing a they're playing a trivia the 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 guys against the girls in Friends to see who's going to win the girl who gets to live in the girls' apartment, and they the, one of the trivia questions is what does uh, Rachel say her favorite movie is and I I can't remember it's like the Ghost or something but what's her real favorite movie Weekend at Bernie's <laughs> that's funny yeah and uh, and a nice little callback joke because earlier in the episode <clears throat> I had mentioned. Weekend of Bernie's. Um, <clears throat> Can we explain more? Yeah. About- well, well, I mean, I could explain more about this uh, this marriage thing. <laughs> uh, three months later, things abruptly changed, she wrote. In March, uh, she said she noticed a change in Palmer's personality and had offered to stay for a week at a friend's place after he asked for space. <clears throat> when she came back, Palmer asked her for a divorce. What a shithead. This is very reminiscent of my dad. My dad. Just be honest. I know. I mean- Come I mean, on. it's way easier to say that. Than easier said than done. Do. Easier said than done. I get it. But also, don't be a fucking bedoink a doink. Yeah, know? you know what? Because we're all going to die. So nothing, just fucking say it. Nothing matters. I, it's it like literally, we are so insignificant. It's crazy. Your fucking feelings don't matter. I went camping, I went camping on this island uh, this past weekend. And uh, stars were out. And I was looking up in the sky, and I was uh, maybe a little high on acid. And I was just thinking to myself, like, man, the universe does not give a fuck about me. Mm-mm. You know? Like, I, I, was, we, we were, I was looking at this ant on the ground. And I was like, I could just crush that ant without any remorse, without any, without any effort. I could, just, I could just go down with my finger and just go, sploop. And I go, end of life. Uh, yeah. And I was like, that's exactly the way the universe sees me. Mm-hmm. It's like, look at this little thing down there. This little microscopic thing. I could mm-hmm. just crush that. Yeah. Yeah. I ha- I'm on a similar wavelength with my thinking lately. The other day, it's like, I know all of this is fucking obvious. And I feel like, <clears throat> I feel like our relationship in a huge way, you know, it had to do with this feeling I had that like, oh, I've lost someone before. I'm, I can deal with losing someone. You mean at, lo- at your and I relationship? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Like, <clears throat> you know, knowing I was going into a partnership where I would likely outlive my partner. I mean, we all, the thing is, is we all fucking know that yeah. everyone we love is going to die. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Every one of them. Yeah. And yet at the same time, yeah, especially after this year, like two grandmothers, my dad and my dog, and then of course the fucking whole planet. But I do, I'm like, oh my God, is it, I've just reached the point in my life now where this is just reality. Now mm. people I know are just gonna die all the time. Yeah. And well, I mean, no, like, you know what I mean? It's like, like that. I think, I think that becomes a reality when, when you turn, you know, when you get to your grandmother's age. You know, like that's where people start. To, right. That's where people start dropping like flies. It's like but you wake then, up and it's like, oh, Phyllis is dead today. Oh, it's expected. <clears throat> Basically, yeah, everything that happens yeah, right. between now <clears throat> and then, like there are a few that I can anticipate. Right. 
parentals. Um, Me. You know, you. Yeah, I just, I, can you just definitely. Dude, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to die. Honestly, I don't, I don't, I'm at this point now. Yeah. I thought I was going to be dead. I'm not dead yet. And so, you know, it's not impossible for me to never die. I might just never die now. You know, I was supposed to be dead by by the time I'm 30. I'm 32, so I might live to 132. Mm-hmm. And you look and sound well. I mean, look at how look at look. I just woke up, and this is what I this is what I look like. You woke up like that. This is what I look like when I wake up. That's pretty good. If you want to see what that looks like, go to Patreon.com/slash Turn Me On because we are now <laughs> publishing our four plays in video, and you can see how. Like um, oh, one second, I'll show you again. That is how you wake up. <laughs> that is, I have, I have multiple videos of you sleeping too. So if any of our patrons are just like <clears throat> exclusive videos of you sleeping, those are pretty cute oh as my well. God, yeah, I asked, uh, I asked, uh, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. I. <laughs> Yeah. Is someone else living in the house now? Because <laughs> I've been seeing some things in the background and also... You've been seeing... No one else has been seeing On my things. Instagram. Uh, I'm like, I know that mirror. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, my God, right. <clears throat> but listen, it's funny listen. because... All right, listen, folks. I'm in love, all right? I fuck... Oh, oh Jesus Christ. I'm pulling shit out of my ears. Oh, my God. That's it. Now I can hear you. I've just fucked my whole headphones up. I'm all I'm 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 like I'm just a bub, bambling bumbling Bambi idiot. Just I'm Twitter pated in love with someone. And whatever. I fucking said I'm in love. I said it. Alright, I fucking said it. And I've said it out loud. That's it. You her name is Leah and she's very special. Might be just on a fucking you might be a, I don't know. I don't know what the word is. You're addicted to love. I am. I love love. I read a really interesting article. I know we're going to get to something else, but I read a really interesting article that Esther Perel shared. Yeah. Um, and it it's, you know, the Brain Pickings website? Um, no. Brainpickings.org. So there's a curator, let's say, of this site, of this website, and it's called Brain Pickings, and it, it, publishes these uh, pieces of writing that draw from different um, like writers, philosophers, thinkers, musicians, poets, etc. and compiles them um, and writes these like basically little uplifting essays. And so the one well, that I read today very cool. The website? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it is cool. Um the one that she she that Esther Burrell sh- shared today or yesterday, whatever it was, in mm-hmm. her email, her <laughs> newsletter, which I highly recommend s- signing up for if you just want access to cool like references, <clears throat> is called "Neuroscientist David Eagleman on How the Physiology of Drug Withdrawal Explains the Psychology of Heartbreak and Loss." Wow. Yeah. Really? So. Um, Basically, what it was saying is that your brain only changes in response to 
um, something being different than the way you expect it to be. So for right. example, like your brain, adjust, if you're taking, if I, if I'm smoking a lot of weed, let's say my brain, uh, I think it it says, I'm paraphrasing here, like increases essentially the receptors in your brain for that. And so, so that it can, so that I can have some sort of state of homeostasis. Mm. And that's why you have to take more of a drug to feel an effect because your brain is used to and assumes a certain amount of it in your system. Yeah, it's like if you took acid, if you took a, 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 a hit of acid today, like one tab, and you wanted to keep that high going tomorrow, you're going like, to have to do two tabs to like, feel, like one's just not going to kick it because you're... Mm-hmm. Your brain's like, oh, we've already, we've already carved those neural pathways out. You gotta ramp it up a bit here. Yeah. So it was, it was basically saying like, then to relate that to heartbreak is like the people that you love and the people you spend time with, or the dogs or whatever, mm. they actually live. They are actually in your physiology. Like you have imprint of them in your memories in your right. mind, and so when they cease to be there there it it's taking away something your brain expects to be there so it's similar to withdrawal right um from a drug anyway i just thought that was sort right. of interesting and relevant and so you're comparing my new love <clears throat> to uh uh my An addiction uh, my addiction yeah. yeah hey you know what there's worse things to be addicted to mm. i'll tell you that yeah. much yeah um yeah, I mean, it, it is interesting to think about that. You know, it's like, does that? Because I've thought, I've thought about this. I've thought about this quite, quite a bit, especially in like in in diving headfirst into this new relationship, where I've thought like, you know, especially early on, I was like, is this am, is this just a is this just like is this beyond a rebound and more so like into like trying to replace something that is no longer there. Um, and I, I don't know what the, I don't know what the answer is to that. I, I don't, I, I, I certainly don't think that if that is the case, I certainly don't think that that's the only thing that's happening, you know, yeah. because, um, because yeah, I don't know. Like I, and if that is the case, like, is there, is there, is that, is there something wrong with that? I don't know. I don't. Mm-hmm. I still look at I still look at love the same way that I looked at like our love when when we first started hang, hanging out in that way in the sense that like okay and you kind of like you touched on it earlier it's like I don't have I don't fucking have long to live mm-hmm. in my mind like I I you know I was I was joking earlier I actually don't think I'm going to live forever um uh newsflash uh But you, you wake up looking but like I wake that. up I do wake up looking like this <laughs> if you want to see that turn me on patreon uh, patreon.com slash um, five dollars and up uh, uh yeah and so it's like i you know i i do i realize that like i don't have much time left and so i don't want to i don't want to squander my fucking time i don't want to waste my time here i want to make the most out of it and so if i start to and i and i it's not like i it's not like i you know i i've jokingly said this <clears throat> hundreds of times where it's like I fall in love five times a day. Like, yeah, you know, a yeah. pretty girl walks by and, and, and makes eye contact with me and smiles. I'm like, well, I guess I'm in love now. And there's a part of me that like, that is kind of true in, in that, you know, my, like my heart will swell and I'll go, wow, you know, that, uh, that, that person 
just made my day. And then you go and you write your classified note, misconnections. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <coughs> but, but when it comes to like spending significant time around somebody else and, and like wholly, fully enjoying that time without being in my head and thinking about, you know, I mean, whatever, whatever the things are that come up in your head when you're starting, like when you're starting to see someone new for the first time, it's like, you know, the things of, I don't know what the fuck, I don't want to say what those things might be because I don't want to expose what the fuck goes on in my head when I'm hanging out with certain people. But, you know, I'm not like, I'm not in my head about spending time with this person other than constantly just feeling like pure fucking heart, like hardcore elation and going, okay, well, that's enough for me. Like, I don't, that, <clears throat> this is th- that I want, this is what, this is what I want then. This is what I want to like pursue and follow and, and like commit to. And it was the same thing about when you and I first started dating. It was like, I was feeling that and I went, all right, well, fuck it. I'm going to ask her to marry me because like mm-hmm. this feels good and I love her. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to fucking squander this time. Like I, I'm going to, I'm going to make it worth it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and <clears throat> I, I'm, I know I've told that story to people before where I've, I've talked about our relationship and how I asked you to marry me and, and like the, the, you know, how young I was and how, all the all the things that surrounded that that scenario, and you can see on people's faces like, "Oh, so you made a mistake, <laughs> like, like <laughs> you rushed into that, you know, or or whatever." But in my mind, it's like, no, I didn't fucking rush into anything. I I acknowledged that <clears throat> this is not normal. This is like this is definitely spontaneous and <clears throat> not thought through. Turned out pretty great. But it's not thought through for a reason because it's like, that's how, that's, that's, that's me. That's who I am. I'm not, I, I'm, if it, you know, it was like Bigby, having Bigby, it, we didn't go looking for a dog. We lived in a fucking apartment where we weren't allowed to have dogs. And I saw this dog and I went, well, I'm in love with the dog. It's looking at my, it's, it looked right into my eyes and smiled. I'm taking this dog and we're not, <laughs> we, and we can't have a dog right now. And it fucking, we... and it sure worked out. Yeah. You know? And I feel I feel like that's I'm in that scenario right now where I'm going, Well, you just came out of a pretty tumultuous breakup. Twenty twenty sucks. You're fucking people are dying around you. Everything's horrible. Things are great in your career. But aside from that, life sucks. And meet this person who's just like this like radiating fucking light of like healing and beauty and and funny and smart and i'm just like well i think i'm actually in love and fuck what society thinks fuck all other things i'm i'm diving into the deep end of this pool with my eyes closed and no helmet on and there's maybe who knows if there's even water in it i don't know (laughs) Oh, babe, open your eyes. Just at least make sure there's some fucking water in the pool. This one little, this creep the eye. You can't see this, folks, unless you're on Patreon, but I'm just, I'm just looking through one eye. 
A master of facial expressions, this one is. Um, <clears throat> yeah, anyway. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so, you know I'm so happy, Bridie. That's so glad. That's so glad. I, it is, yes. It's so glad. <laughs> I, there's, there's people listening right now that are like, ugh. Gross. Can we fucking Shut move on? Up. Shut the Can you guys fuck go up? back to talking about dying and death? Because yeah. that was really more my speed. That's really more in line with where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. Um no, I I am I'm really glad. And 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 you know, for for honesty's sake and for our listeners' sake, it, you know, I I I don't know this person that you're in love with, which is super weird. And I You'll get to know um yeah, I will. And uh <laughs> and but like I'm still in PEI and I'm watching you in Halifax. In Halifax and in the house that we've been living in together for the last seven years or so. And uh the house that is probably not gonna be the house that we're living in maybe together. Not. Yeah, maybe not in a month. And uh we're selling the house. And uh and this person who I, I'm looking forward to getting to, to know I, I i've now follow them on instagram and so i saw that and and i can see photos a photo posted that is clearly from inside that house and all of a sudden i you know it's it's good for me and us to and probably for our listeners to know that like even even all things said and considered and done in our relationship and mm-hmm. um there's there are still twinges of like oh that's my spot there's someone standing in my spot yeah you you never told me this so are you feeling like are you feeling jealousy um no i don't think i would describe it as jealousy i think i would describe it as a bit of a sense of loss right in what in what sense like what uh like a, a loss of a loss of me or a, a loss, like a loss of a part of me, or or is it more so to do with the space? Well, it no, I mean it's way more than the space, but it's not. It's not a loss of you. It's it's a, a ch- it's just a change. It's just mm, like mm-hmm. it's an it's there. It's a change, and change is hard. Mm. And looking into from through my computer screen into or my phone or my Instagram into my home Mm. and knowing that it's not really like, I can't like, I want to stop thinking of it as home because I need to, I feel like I need transition time. Like I need to start telling myself, I can't just close my eyes and be like, well, uh, we'll just see what happens next. You know, like I have to manage my, I have to manage the process of change as it's happening. Mm. I can't just like jump. I, 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 at least what I'm feeling is I need to honor the process of change and loss. Mm. Um, rather than just going, well, this is just what happens in life. And people move and they sell their houses and mm. they change their living situations. Cause that doesn't really honor kind of where my heart is at. And it, 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 <sighs> It's a lot of change. Yeah, right. Yeah. Do you like? Do you think that? And you know, I, th- I think a big part of this probably has a lot of it has to do with the fact that like you're you've been living 
you've been living away from mm-hmm. this space since late 2019, you know, yeah. like, like since December or when, when did you leave? It yeah, was like, I left yeah, in December, in December, December of 2019, 13th or 14th. Yeah. You know, like you've, you've been home maybe f- since that time, since December, 2019, you've been home for like maybe, well, uh, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe like maybe two weeks. Yeah, maybe two weeks. You know, because I you were here, I, you were I here with your when your father came here, and and we hung out with him here for a little bit uh, before he went back to PEI, and then and then and then you went back there once once COVID started getting bad, and and your dad was obviously not going to be doing too well. You went there, and you haven't left, and then you came back. Well, you came back for about three days in between. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's it, it, you know two weeks. Yeah, it's like you've <clears throat> you know. You've been, it, you've been, you've been so far, you've been so far from here. And, uh, and it is crazy to think that like by the end of this month or maybe not that that's actually a little too soon, but like by the end of October, this place will, will no longer be ours. You know, like yeah. we literally might have a completely separate space in the city. Yeah. And, and it's just, it is, it's kind of wild to think that like, this place really hasn't been ours since you left, you know, mm-hmm. it's been like, mm-hmm. it's just been mine and big, but, but it's been seven years in that house. Yes, and yeah. that's the longest that I've lived anywhere <laughs> Yeah, by a long shot Yeah, by like six years, you know, mm-hmm. since I was a teenager and, uh, and, and I, I'm looking into it and I'm thinking, and I'm sure a lot of people, can relate to this otherwise i wouldn't i wouldn't be taking up time on our podcast to talk about it but looking into you know four walls uh and a roof that i you know we we always had roommates living with us you know it was always like i i really like worked really hard to make that place feel like a home yeah and yeah and i just I wonder, yeah, I just, yeah, I wonder what's going to happen to it. Like, I actually, like, I know you were never really crazy about it there, but I, like, I have a love for that house. and I have a love for this um, house, though, too. I do love this house. I don't feel like you, that's true. No, that's true. I do love this house. I do, I love this place. But you're right in that this wasn't the place that, this wasn't my, like, I never looked at this place as my forever home. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and I think I always looked at it in terms of like the possibility of what it could be, you right, know, like right. if we ever got around to ever having money to put into it yeah, or like anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, and, and I like to dream about that space and, and, uh, and it's so funny because, because, you know, it's probably probably not even like practical to imagine like putting work into it, and and clearly it wasn't something that we were actively working towards. Whereas like some folks, that's the thing. It's like you get your place, and then you mm. start making it like you you invest in it. And mm. I don't, I feel like that we never we never really did. We made that room look pretty fucking sweet though. 
Yeah, I put a lot of work into this room. Yeah, and <laughs> and if you want to see this room, <clears throat> go to uh, patreon.com slash turn me on. You can actually see the room behind me. You here. can spend time and in it is, uh, four times a week for it. every intro or four times a month. That's right. Yeah. Until we sell it to somebody so, else. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I was sorry. Segue- I'm sorry that Leah. I'm sorry that Leah's uh, that Leah's presence in the house is, uh, is is makes you feel like makes you feel a certain way. Well, don't be sorry that it makes me feel a certain way because it's okay to feel things and it's natural totally. part of it. And yeah, I'm totally. and I'm and it and I'm I certainly don't wish she wasn't there. No, no, of course not. No, I don't think that's so, what you're saying either. No. I think <clears throat> I think I'm I'm really I'm really looking forward to uh the time which I'm I'm assuming is gonna be pretty soon where where the four of us get to hang out. Yeah. <clears throat> and you get to you get to know her. Yeah. Because she's uh I get it. A ray of fucking sunshine. <laughs> she's pretty special. And I think way you, more special than me hey. is what you're saying. Oh, hey. <laughs> The fuck, man! <laughs> no, I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing you. God, I hope she's not listening to this episode. <laughs> she's gonna be like, "Oh my god, Bridie hates me." <laughs> no, I certainly don't feel that way at all. No, I know. Can you hear don't. my mom yelling in the background? She's yelling into the telephone. I Here do. she comes. Oh no, it. she's shutting the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god! It's just I feel so displaced. I like I drive from my place, my beautiful cabin on the ocean where there's no internet, to my mom's apartment. You know where my dad just lived until he died, and my grandmother lived until she died just shortly before mm, he lived really, here and yeah, died. Yeah, it was just like they tag teamed out. And now, and like my sister is going through a divorce. My mom's going through a divorce. My sister's moving back out to the West Coast and renting out her house here and moving all of her stuff into this apartment. And I'm just like, I feel like I'm in the fucking cyclone. It's, yeah, yeah, it's the Twilight Zone. It is, it is the Twilight Zone. It's the Twilight Zone for sure. My cousins just walked in. I haven't seen them for since I was sitting next to them in my in my grandmother's hospital room back in like November and uh they were like hey how are you doing and I was like actually I'm pretty raw <laughs> I just started like bawling and they were like can we hug you you got to oh, wow. ask people are getting really good at asking if they can hug you um dude I'm the with worst for COVID. that I'm the, I'm so bad for that and I'm the. I definitely need to be the one that's good at for that. Like I just yeah. see, I see people that I love in my life, and I'm like, like for, I saw Fraser. Fraser's a good pal of ours who lives on PEI, and this was like this was like when I first came to PEI. So this was like when, you know, it was even things were even more un, un screwy. Uh, yeah, and 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 I saw Fraser. And I was like, hey, and I ran up and gave him a hug, and I could feel his like reaction. Of being like, whoa, I don't, I don't even hug people in my bubble, and I, and I just was like, play it cool, play it cool, play it cool. Like, I just didn't, didn't fucking bring it up, and I was like, ah, oh, good to see you. Hey, like in my head, I'm going, look, if if this guy is hugging you, then you're all right. You, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Stupid. Turn me on podcast. We'll be back after this short break. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, do you wanna do you want to uh you know what? Let's just you wanna just throw right into yeah. the, the conversation? No. <clears throat> oh, you wanna do this brain boner thing? I, I do. Okay. I do, and right. uh, and well, then, um, then you you preface it. You set it up for us, there, baby. Okay, so I what I wanted to do <laughs> was uh, especially you know since you're mentioning going to therapy and and uh, and we're talking about processing things, um, we had reached out to a past guest who um, does some counseling um, to respond to the brain boner that we responded to last week about um, uh, our listener. Uh, who is going through a sort of a complicated change as well um, in their in their relationship, um, and we both offered our our thoughts, or I offered my thoughts, and you sort of agreed with them. And then when when we got this um, response from Tia, who again was our past guest and does does counseling out in British Columbia, um, and we listened to her response, I was like, this is a far far better like and more heartfelt not not more heartfelt but like you know she's professional she's got some professional she, advice she knows, to offer. she knows her yeah she knows her shit yeah and so um i wanted to to play that for our listeners um so that they can they can hear uh cuz i i think there's something pretty healing in in what tia says uh that that we can all benefit from so um, again, this is a this is a response to to last week's brain boner um, about basically sort of breaking up, moving on um, from a really important friendship. Right, let's check it out. Hey, Bridie and Jara, thanks so much for sharing this brain boner with me. Uh, first, want to comment on just how difficult a situation like this can be in the most normal of times. And to be going through something like this during COVID and 2020, um, I just want to speak to this person's resilience and their flexibility and, you know, what amazing strengths that they've had going through this situation. So um, I just want to commend them on that. 
any advice on how to move on from a friend who you relied on as a partner? I feel like a lot of the feelings that you have and have had over the last year, you're really stuck with on your own. And those feelings occurred in relationship, not only in relationship to N, but also in relationship to S. And not being able to communicate those feelings really has you stuck with the weight of them. And one of my favorite Buddhist quotes is holding on to anger. You can replace that with jealousy or hurt is like grasping a hot coal with the intent of throwing it at someone else. Really, you're the one in the end who gets burned and you're burning and you must be in so much pain right now and feeling sort of alone. But these feelings happened in relationship and it would be important to share in relationship kind of the experiences that you've been having in order to heal from that. A lot of times people will consider, you know, the more activating feelings or the more negative quote unquote feelings of anger, hurt and jealousy and put a lot of weight on those when they go into communication with their partner and their metamor or their partners. And I would encourage you before going into communication in just kind of sitting with the complexity of all of the feelings that you have. So the beginning of this brain boner, there's so much love, there's so much hope and excitement. And I do believe that part of that is still there. There's been a lot of hurt along the way and a lot of, you know, things that you've really had to roll with that you didn't expect to. So how can you hold your love and your respect for N and also your anger and your jealousy and your hurt all together. Oftentimes people will go, I love them, but I'm jealous and I'm hurt. And they did these sorts of things, but feelings are way more complex than that. We can hold multiple feelings at the same time. And so I would encourage you to sit with all of them and be really honest with yourself And then again, sharing those in relationships so that you can have that healing in relationship. And I wish you the best of luck. Well, there we go. Tia also wanted to, um, to add this, uh, that the relationship in which this healing can occur does not have to be the original relationship in which the hurt happened. We are a social interrelated species. And when we are heard in a safe relationship, healing can happen in relationship with somebody who is safe and secure and knowing who that is so that you can trust them with this will be very important. Whenever I hear, um, whenever I hear people like Tia speak, and uh, there's a, there's a several other people out there that I've, I've, I've had this experience with. Um, uh, Chris Hadfield, the astronaut, he was one as well. Where like whenever I'm spending time around people like that, them, um, I always feel so inadequate, <laughs> you know, like, like <clears throat> Tia is so, she is just so smart and so um and just so like so welcoming and mm. sweet that human oh if you don't know tia's been on our show uh, a couple of times she was a live show guest uh at one point and we we actually did a we recorded in studio once and actually she's gonna be she's gonna be our, our live show guest for our upcoming um 
show at Sate in Calgary uh, this coming week. It's a virtual show. Um, and we're really excited to have her on board for that. But yeah, just, uh, you know, one of those people that <clears throat> just love hearing her thoughts and hearing her speak and, mm-hmm. and uh, a great teacher she is. So thank Absolutely. you for that, Tia. Thanks for adding to that, uh, to that. And if you, if you are, if you're just tuning in for the first time, uh, that, that was all in relation to a brain boner that we had last week on the show. So, uh, go back to last week's episode and give that a listen if you, uh, are feeling a bit lost. The brain boner itself is narrated by my mama. That's right. Um, <clears throat> cool. Well, now what? Now what? Well, well want to go into how- the, our conversation? Well, or do you, you want to, or, or you, you want to just? Well, well. <clears throat> I mean, we're forty nine minutes in. Do you want to yeah. just? Do you want to just fucking save? <laughs> Let's save it. You want to save? Save it. So this is just a, this is a host episode now. All right. Woo! That's how it happens, folks. That's how the magic happens. That is literally how this podcast works. We <laughs> are just flying by the seat of our pants. I gotta, uh, I gotta plug in my laptop, or everything's gonna get lost. I feel like I feel like this is good. I feel like this is a you know like we we're still we're still a bit out of sorts with everything that happened last week. Um, still trying to like get caught up in life when we just basically put life on pause for for a long weekend um, with Bigby, and so yeah, I think this is this is probably for the best. Uh, maybe not maybe not the the most uh, the most incredible Termion content, but. Uh, but it feels, God damn it, it feels right. It sure does. You know feel what? Right. I I think um, we've we've had a couple of people write in recently, and and uh, somebody somebody said that they, you know, that our podcast has evolved, and I sure I, has, uh, yeah. I like that. I'm I'm a big fan of evolving. So so if you're just joining, if this is the first episode that you 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 joined us for, and you you're wondering where all the sexy talk is. Um, well, we started out back at back, back at our first few episodes were pretty raunchy, but uh, but God, but now ever. you've listened to the whole catalog and um, you know us and and now we're all just buds. So that's yeah. why you're still tuning in, right? Yeah, right. Um, you want to do? Uh, yeah. What did I want to do? What? I don't know. You were just gonna say something. Well, sure? I, well, I was, but you were also about to say something that I wanted to do. And so am I forgetting you, something? Well, you wanted to read me. Oh, no. We, did we do that? Did you read me the article? You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah I read the article about the, about the uh, guy that cheated on. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah we did that. Um, what I was going to say, though, was... Um, uh, uh, oh, I don't know now. Now I don't know. I mean, I was going to say... Um, I was going to talk about, like, what... I was going to, st- I, I've been doing a lot of thinking about, um, <clears throat> about not, um, about not, I've been doing a lot, I've been doing a lot of listening to Duncan Trussell and his podcast. I think Duncan Trussell is like, I honestly think he is, um, one of the most like special humans that exist on the planet. Like he's, I just love hearing him talk. I love hearing him talk to other people. I love hearing him like listen and learn from other people. Like I, he's really fun to listen to. It's fun to like hear him get his mind blown by, by certain guests and stuff that he's had on his podcast. And one thing that <clears throat> he had Russell Brand on recently. And, and, and one, one of the things they were talking about was like, 
was like living authentically and not and not giving a fuck about what like society thinks is like the right way to live or what society thinks is like the the ways that we should you know like the the certain steps that we need to follow for things to like logically make sense in in the order of life and um you know and that like and that pertaining to whatever like career or love and relationships or whatever and it just it made me it made me like meditate on on how uh i feel like how, how we all could use a little bit more of that in our lives and I, and it made me think about the times in my life where i really un, unbeknownst to myself where i really was just like naturally doing that you know like naturally living out those parts of my life um with this like with this sort of, I don't, it doesn't, I don't really care what people think. Like I'm going to do, I'm going to do this because it feels right. It feels good. Um, and thinking about those times in my life where I've lived like that and how much it's paid off and how much I've like gained from, from that, from being in that mode of thinking. And then thinking about how the times in my life where I, I gave a fuck and I cared too much about what people thought how much of a um how much that's taken away from me and how much that's like actually been a detriment to my evolution as a human or or you know my ability to like grow or my ability to to thrive um and i feel like i'm going through one of those i feel like i'm going through that that time right now where like i'm 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 coming back into that sort of mode of, and again, unbeknownst to myself, but now I'm starting to think about it, where I'm coming back into that mode of living without truly giving a flying fuck what society thinks or what the people around me think and just like doing what, just do, just moving forward in a way that just feels right and feels good and feels like, positive you know anyway that's just something i've been thinking about lately that's really great i i can sort of relate to that and i think um i'm coming at it from a slightly different angle but what i am identifying in terms of what feels good are i you know if i make a list of the things that like i do for myself to feel good and i realize oh these are all like these are all like free non-capitalist things like going for laying in the sun stretching or breathing or like writing or drawing or swimming or like all of these things drinking water exactly um all of these things are like things that feel um that feel really good and i can do all of these things without having to like ask permission or without having to Mm. go earn enough money to do these things or you know, whatever. And, and I, I think just the systems are sort of failing around the world. Um, and, and people are trying to like get some sort of normalcy going again. I, with the, with the realization that like these systems are the, trying to fit inside of these systems for some of us is just like been crazy making for so long and yeah. now now it's like oh there's a glimmer of like maybe maybe we can 
make the systems work for more people. Maybe, maybe I can like take a step back from participating in all of this in some way. And as long if I can remember that, like, I I have been really combating lately my um, own impulse to like numb out, um, mm. and and. And it's not like I'm numbing out from pain, I don't think. I feel like I'm wanting to numb out almost from like a sense of this is super weird to say. And like I'm even a little bit offended that I am saying this, but like a bit of a sense of boredom of like every day (laughs) I wake up and I I make up what I'm going to do that day. And I wing it and I end up at the end of the day and thinking ahead here, like, will I be sort of disappointed in the things that I, will I feel, I always get to the end of the day and I'm like, there's still more things that I need to do and like get done before I feel like I'm ready to sleep. And, uh, and it's just repeat, repeating. I think the, the bore, the boringness or the monotonousness that I'm, that I'm trying to numb out from is just like, the cycle of like sort of suffering. And I put that in quotation marks because I know I, I I know that that suffering is like, it feels very offensive even to myself to say that I suffer because I, I'm so, I have so like little to complain about in general and in my life in terms of like, I have, I have the ability to get through the day. Um, and yeah, the, the society thing and not caring what society is saying is like, that goes for everything. It's like, I don't have to be sexy to have sex. I don't have to Mm -hmm. be popular Mm -hmm. To have fun with my friends, I don't have yeah. to. I don't need to like, be popular to have sex. Yeah. yeah, I don't need to have friends to have sex. I, yeah, exactly. I don't need. Se- I don't need to have sex to have sex. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. This it's a very contemplative time, but I'm. I'm it is. Yeah. But those 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 bursts of like freedom from those particular constraints um, are so valuable. And I'm glad you're diving in to that part, that fun part of feeling free yeah. and easy and expressive and authentic. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Me, yeah. Me too. It's, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just so, I don't know. I'm just so happy right now. Good. About, about everything. Except for baby dying, I was pretty not happy about that. Not was, happy, was, but also, how lucky oh no, I, I, are yeah, we totally, that you know totally. we didn't have to make 100%. like a fucking game day decision, like a hundred percent. But I was pretty angry when I drew when I was driving to PEI, like the de- the day after you called me, and I was like, well, I guess I got to go PEI. I was driving, <clears throat> I was listening to the most just aggressive, insanely beefed up death metal because I was just like and with like rage tears just flying into my face being like who are you mad at? Um, 
the dog gods, you know, just like just mad at, you know, I was mad that Bigby didn't see his ninth birthday. Like, fuck, he was so close, you know, and, and mad that, you know, mad that grief is, is just mad at grief. Just Inevitable. mad that grief is like, a yeah, it's just a process of loving. I hate that. Yeah, but. It is. But aside from that, I'm really happy. That's really cool. You yeah. know, fucking life is really funny. I I don't know. I'm going to start to tell you this, and I don't know how far I can get because I don't want to give any sort of identifying uh, features away, but a handful of years ago, I had, um, well, not a handful. Within the context of our open relationship, I struck up a relationship with someone I should not have because they were attached to someone else. And um, anyway, that went on for a little too long, blah, blah, blah. That being said, they are no longer together. I'm no longer in touch with that human. And, um, but something, but their, but their ex-partner sent me an email a couple of days ago because they saw that I had lost Big B and, and, uh, yeah, she was just writing to say that she was really sorry for my loss. And also she tagged on the end and also for the loss of your dad, like, you know, the very, and I, I was just like, that's fucking insane that this person who I wronged Mm, continues to be, because we have had quite a bit of email correspondence over all of that time, um, continues to be someone who, regardless of, of how shitty my actions were, someone who, who I know could maybe in a, in a few years could be a, a really good friend. And we knew yeah. that. We knew that while it was happening. That was the craziest thing. We I knew know. that while it was happening, we would openly express, like, our dialogue about the whole thing was like, you know, there's a part of that now that I'm saying out loud and I'm feeling is totally maddening because it just perpetuates this fucking uh, person who who was in the middle of that fucking triangle dating just fucking parentals essentially to parent their childishness and now looking back in retrospect I just can't even I was I thought I was in I thought I was in love I know I remember I was not I know now that I now that I look back on it I was like I mean I don't know the it felt real it felt pain the pain felt real yeah. I mean, do you, do you think that you, do you think, you know, do you think that looking back, you actually weren't in love? Really? Looking back. Yeah, I don't think so. I think I was in, it was the beginning of our opening relationship. Um, it was, uh, I, it was sort of an infatuation with a certain way that I felt, you know, Esther Pearl talks about sure. that all the time. It's like, sure. how does this sure. thing make you feel? And it was like, right. you know, the taboo, which was also in Esther Perel's um, uh, newsletter today about why the taboo is so important to eroticism and mm. um, and what it does. And 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 that's so <laughs> in, like inherent in affairs is like the taboo, the forbidden, the, mm. you know, the naughty or whatever. But when yeah. I look back on it, I definitely, you know, I definitely I I, I feel like giving my head a shake because I. 
I just don't know. I guess I guess what I'm wondering is like, you know, do you think that because it didn't work out, it was clearly a, a scenario that that really like crashed and burned. Mm-hmm. But if it hadn't. Well, that's what I'm saying. If it hadn't, if, if it no, if it hadn't that, crashed and burned, do you think that you do you think that you would have do you think that that like that feeling of love would it, well would have continued? I see. This is what I mean by like by uh, the reason I asked you is is because just because it didn't work out doesn't necessarily mean that it wasn't actually the feeling of love. Yeah, like it could have been. It, it, and not to say like love. There's toxic love. Like love can be love can be shitty. Yeah. Love and you know when love doesn't work out, like you know. Yeah, I think I think looking back on it, um, there wasn't any trust there. Yeah. Right. Um. I don't know. I think that's a much bigger question than I'm prepared to unpack right now dive into but uh but it's it's it definitely good food for thought because yeah it felt real the the loss felt real but now Mm. looking back i'm like i could never repeat that no no of course i could never repeat that not only because it was it was you know unfair to unfair but also just like i can't imagine feeling those things again for that person no yeah yeah, it reminds me of when I did that whitewater kayaking trip. You know, on that trip, I was like, "This is the be- this is one of the most incredible times of my life. I love every minute of this." And then when that trip was over, and I was like two months out, I looked back and I went, "Oh my god, I was, I almost died like a lot, yeah. and I was terrified every day." I would never do that again. But fuck, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's it was still really fun. But I'll never fucking do that again. You know, I would never go down that road again. You were so, so I scary. remember picking up at the airport when you came home from that three month trip. I was jacked. You were jacked. You were so tanned. Your hair, your facial so hair, tanned. your t- your head hair, so long. Fuck. I loved I was it. Just, I looked like a fucking wildebeest. Yeah, I, I know. loved I know. it. I look back at, I know. I look at photos of it and I'm like, damn, dude. That's my fiance. That's my fiance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I say. I, I look back at those photos of me and I go, damn, dude. Your brightest fiance. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, well, babe, let's wrap yeah, this up. I agree. Fuck, man, I got I got therapy in twenty minutes, man. Fuck, you me. are ready. Just I really, keep this I'm, on I'm, rolling. I'm, I'm, man, I'm really not. I'm I'm not looking forward to it. It's going to be hard. Just say right off the bat, go. I don't know, I'm going to cry. Told- it looks worse than it actually yeah, is. Yeah. Don't panic, and then go for it. That's what I. That's how I preface my yeah. crying. I I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but my first therapy appointment. Um, my homework was to, because I, 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 I'm an experiential mm-hmm. avoider and I tend to burn out. And so I have all these like bad habits. And, and one of the things that I don't do is I, I, I try not to let myself cry 
or let myself get swallowed up in 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 crying because uh because I overwhelm myself with that emotion and I kind of get lost in it yeah. a little bit. <clears throat> kind of like how Heath Ledger got lost in his character the Joker. And um and so I'm afraid that like if I cry too if I if I go into it too hard it's going to like break me. Anyway, so my 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 homework was to watch a really sad movie and to feel the feels of watching the sad movie. And I was working up towards it and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then, and then Bigby died. And I was like, oh, well. No need. D- no need for a sad movie because my life is a sad <laughs> movie now. And, uh, and so I did, a lot of, <clears throat> I did a lot of homework and a lot of feeling those feelings when that was happening. But now I got to like report back and, uh, you know. I feel like it's going to be fun. Like, you're going to see my therapist. I'm going to be like, well, um, hmm, what's happened since the last time I saw you? Well, um, I've fallen in love and my dog died. And he's going to be like, but. Nah. Oh, he's oh a professional. God. He'll handle it. He'll handle yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, he will. All right. I love, I love you, too. you. I miss, I miss you, you. Too. When are you coming home? And end of September. Better hurry up because I think we're just trying to move in here. <laughs> Did you, does she know the house is for sale? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I do I love, love you. I do have a really. And I'm glad, I'm glad that, I'm glad that we're still together and doing yeah, stuff like too. this. And having these conversations, having these conversations that like really is just yeah. for us. And we're just letting tens of thousands <laughs> of people just listen. So thank you all so much for listening. And uh, hey, thanks. Yeah. Thanks you. for listening to our, uh, our, our, our couples therapy <laughs> hangout together. Uh, we do love you. And if you want to watch, if you want to watch all this fun shit, uh, go to patreon.com slash turn me on, become a patron. And you can get access to, I mean, there's lots of other things that are there, but uh, there's merch. You can get access to merch, but um, but you can get access to these video recordings of our, our podcast, which we are doing our four plays. But today, <clears throat> God damn it, y'all, y'all just got a full episode. So <clears throat> that's pretty bonus. goddamn cool. Um, yep, big time bonus. Uh, so uh, I want to say thank you to all of our listeners. Bigger thank you to all of our patrons. And uh, and keep on sending us your brain boners. Turn me on podcast at gmail.com. Keep us keep sending us your booty booty pics. Try to keep the booty hole out of the pic. Um, <clears throat> can't <laughs> post that one. Uh, <clears throat> and um, uh, we just yeah, we, we take care out there. Just take care. Just take care out there, folks. Just take care of each just other. Take care out there. All right. Just, yeah. Just take care of one another, you know? Hug each Ask other. Ask for consent. Oh, actually, don't do that. Don't, don't, yeah, don't hug each other. Write, a, write a loving letter. Um, hmm. But make sure yeah. you're wearing your rubber gloves and uh, you spray yeah. that thing down with some sanitizer yeah. before you open it. That's right. That's right. And if, you're, and if you're fucking, wear a mask and only do it doggy style and use glory holes. All right, folks, that is it for this week. Go fuck yourself.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.